0: Welcome to the Liberal Europe Podcast, European Liberal Forum Project. I'm your host, Ricardo Silvestre. And today we have a special episode because we are at that time of the year that we're going to have the Freedom Games, organized by the Liberty Foundation in Łódź in Poland. This year, of course, in a different setting because of the pandemic. It's going to be digital. So I asked Kasia Bienkiewicz, She is the PR manager at the Liberty Foundation and she's going to present us the event today about how the event is going to happen, what are the main topics, what are the main interests and also how the European Label Forum is collaborating with some of the panels which are called ELF Hubs. So with no further ado, I bring you Kasia Biankiewicz. here with Kasia biankevich Kasia, thank you so much for coming to the podcast
1: hi thank you for having me
0: oh it's great to have you and a special day today as we record this podcast and we're going to be talking about the freedom games but tell us uh, what is the importance of this day today in particular
1: Well, it's the National Independence Day in Poland, so it's a really good time to talk about freedom.
0: Oh, that's a great tagline. And we're going to be talking about the Freedom Games. We already last year did a similar podcast to present the event, which is an event that has a very close connection to the European Liberal Forum because we have a health hub. And I'm going to ask Kasia to talk a little bit about that. But before that, how it is to organize this kind of event and i was there last year and it was amazing the number of people the number, number of panels of speakers the all the excitement and now we have a pandemic so how is it to organize this year's event during a pandemic
1: well obviously organizing all kinds of events during a pandemic is a challenge and a month ago uh, in october we were still planning the event in a hybrid version Although we, of course, follow closely the statistics. And it is sort of symbolic that in the place where we were supposed to meet during the Freedom Games this year, there is a filled hospital being prepared right now. And also, all of us were quarantined during this month. We had to work from home. Um, these of us who have kids have to deal with remote education. I have to take care of them 24 hours a day. So. It, it's quite difficult to to work and take care of kids at the same time. And, well, these are shared experiences of people from all over the world, but still we have a feeling that we cannot let go and that it's really important to talk right here and right now.
0: Which is a great point, Kasia, and I'm gonna go a little bit into that, and that is Liberty Foundation, which is the organization behind Freedom Games, you guys could have said, well, this year we won't do it, we'll leave it for next year. But this is a very important point, an inflection point, I would say, not only in Poland, but in most of Europe. So tell us a little bit about that to continue the struggle, continue the fight, continue to educate people.
1: Well, the main topic of the event this year is post-pandemic world, And obviously, we are not even close to the end of the pandemic. But, well, Beyond doubt, it will be a turning point for, for the modern history of mankind, I would say. Mm-hmm. And of course, there have been pandemics in the history of the world, but well, never before we, we dealt with such a highly globalized economy, politics, culture, and, and the way of living. So the pandemic affects all, all spheres of our lives. So we have to talk about it. And of course it's not easy to come up with any predictions or reliable forecasts but there are so many issues to discuss to discuss because well the pandemic has accelerated changes related to to the use of technology for example online education work but also it exposed the scale of disinformation that we are dealing with every day and on the one hand we have advanced medicine and on the other hand, we, we collide with ineffective healthcare systems. We have to talk about this. Uh, the pandemic is also a huge challenge for politicians. And it reveals, well, we have to say this, the l- lack of competences of, of certain people, but also indicates effective leaders in the world. And pandemic is also a failure of traditional economies that are losing out to, to these that are flexible and ready to change. Uh, And we have to talk about this right now. And what I fear most personally is that the pandemic will distract us from climate issues for a long time, even though it's related to them. Uh, And also what I am almost almost 100% sure is that the pandemic will bring about a completely unprecedented revolution when it comes to to the question of women's rights, Mm. because it is, Actually, it's women who are the most affected group. Uh, Sorry to say this. No, it's fine. It's a great point. Yeah, more than ever, we are now mothers and employees and teachers and housewives. At the same time, our duties have been multiplied. And it's mostly women who work in gastronomy, retail, retail and beauty sectors, which are affected by the lockdown. So the pandemic causes women to lose their jobs. Uh, and in the lockdown, women are left on their own when it comes to domestic violence also. And in Poland, particularly, we have just been deprived of the of the right um, to legal abortion by a judgment of the constitutional court. So even we have lockdown, we took to the streets. It's forbidden, <laughs> but we did it. So I'm quite sure it's time for a new revolution and the pandemic will foster it. And also... What I hope for and what I think is going to be a positive change is that the pandemic will bring a change to our thinking of culture, which is also very important for the freedom games every year. Mm. The cultural sector is is always the first one from which money is taken in prizes, And in the first weeks of the lockdown, uh, everyone was just so happy and delighted because uh, because of the open archives, the free access to movies, to performances, to, to operas. But I think that all of us quickly came to, to the conclusion that culture is not only a piece of art, that we have to experience it, we have to share emotions, we have to feel the smell of, of the cinema room, we have to see the dust on the theatre stage to 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 really experience culture. And I work for several cultural events and I saw the joy of people uh, that attended uh, the concert in September, for example. Despite the restrictions, the atmosphere was just amazing. And now with the new lockdown, it's really sad and, and we are really unhappy. We cannot meet at the concerts in the Freedom Games. So perhaps I think the funders will finally see that it's impossible to live without culture and that culture cannot be made without money. So we'll talk about all these issues at Freedom Games this year because we need to talk now, not to wake up tomorrow in a world that is completely different, but we have no toolbox to to, to deal with it. And also, we cannot allow for the pandemic to to cover all these important issues. We cannot talk only about the pandemic, and we we just cannot postpone the important issues till tomorrow or a day after
0: tomorrow we were going to talk about the mechanics of the freedom games per se and we're going to go into that because i want to tell want you to tell our listeners where they can find things and where they can follow them but let's stay here for a little more because you were talking about culture you were talking about rights we're talking about you know environment digital when i was there with you guys last year one thing that i was really really um, excited about it was the political environment of the event i thought that was pretty pretty clear we had actually had like valesa being one of the speakers and i remember seeing the stadium where we were the volleyball stadium filled to the brim with people and there was that you know that energy through the crowd and all those points that you mentioned right now women rights environment digital how can we replicate then that kind of energy that we felt in Wood last year to this year?
1: Well, it's paradox, but actually, because of the fact that Freedom Games are online this year, we could have invited people who, who otherwise would have difficulties in reaching so um, the program is very, very rich, and we have so many important and interesting guests, that I think it's the richest programme ever in the history of the Freedom Games. Uh, We have around 60 panel discussions and meetings, and more than 220 speakers and six paths to to follow the discussion. It's equality, economy, democracy, climate, culture and education. Um, We will host uh, Helena Dalí, who's the eu commissioner for equality also an apple Bank, who's a very careful observer of the of the polish and world reality and we have a feeling that she contributed a lot to the outcome of of the american elections and we are also having norman davis and timothy Gardnash, who, who also have excellent knowledge of the realities of this part of europe mm, and we also will devote as i said a significant part of the discussion to talks about women's rights Uh, We will, of course, talk about uh, abortion with activists and publicists and lawyers. And I am really ashamed that we still have to talk about fundamental women's rights in the 21st century. But, well, we we want to open the the forum for, for discussion again. We will also have a panel discussion on how to guarantee women's socio-economic rights with the participation of Joanna Maycock, who is the head of the European Women's Lobby. And this is one of the panels carried out in cooperation with the European Liberal Forum. So we will also discuss the topic of equal rights for LGBT and uh, we'll talk about sex work. Uh, We will also talk about the climate, about the European Green Deal and green welfare state, which are uh, very important topics. And we, we just cannot forget about the climate because of the pandemic. Uh, we'll talk about the future of uh, transportation and education for climate and free market and green policy, which is another panel discussion with European Liberal Forum. And of course, we, we cannot forget about economy and technologies. Uh, we'll talk about digital sovereignty, combating disinformation techniques in the g- digital era. And um, this one is especially worth attention, not only because of, of the fact of the partnership with European Liberal Forum and uh, Daniel Kadik who is moderating the discussion, but also because of the participation of Peter Pomerantsev, who is the author of the book, This is Not Propaganda. And we'll also talk about Internet and politics and using the data in political campaigns. So lots and lots of of important issues uh, to talk about. And uh, when it comes um, to the events organized in partnership with European Liberal Forum, we also have several panel discussions and meetings related to politics and generally democratic dialogue. we are having the speeches by the Marshal of the Senate, Tomasz Grodzki, and also, which which are uh, already mentioned, Timothy Gardner and Anne Applebaum and Norman Davies, and also Johann Norberg, who is the author of, of the story of human progress. Uh, we'll talk about his book, and Adam Gopnik, who is the author of, of The Moral Adventure of Liberalism, A Thousand Small Sanities. Um, and also, we are having a panel, the World After Pandemics, which will close the freedom Games this year, with the participation of Sarka Pratt, she is the Director of Institute for Politics and Society, and also uh, Andra Virak, she is the Director of Strategy at Republican Institute. So, uh, these are the panel discussions and meetings that we are doing together with European Liberal Forum. And we will also talk about the transatlantic relations after the elections, obviously, um, and about uh, something that's really important for for the Polish people and Poland as a state, about the Belarusian crisis and the perspective for democratic breakthrough in Belarus.
0: This is a very comprehensive and very content rich program. We went to the digital realm and as you said, and I agree, we can also mobilize people and make them go active and get interested in getting uh, participating with the digital environment. So with all this, I was going to ask you, how can people then follow the uh, Freedom Games this year online?
1: So we are starting uh, on Friday afternoon. And throughout the weekend we will be broadcasting the freedom games on five channels and we will have also two additional channels with the translation from and into english so uh, it's really it's the first time that people from all over the world can participate in the freedom games and just understand all that we are talking about uh, how can you participate it's just opening our website and choosing the panel that you are interested in it's free of charge Do not need to register. You can also find uh, the links to the panels on our uh, Facebook fan pages, which is uh, for Liberty EU and also Igrzyska Wernoszczy in Polish.
0: Very good. I'm going to put these links on the description of the podcast so that people can go there, click, attend, and then they can participate. There is a room for people to make comments and place questions.
1: We uh, will our best to, to allow people to comment on, on the panel discussions and to ask questions. Uh, we don't have, a, you know, a technology for this, but we'll do our best mm-hmm. to, to, uh, to let people ask questions and to, to participate more actively.
0: Yeah, well, just, just to attend the events will be awesome. But again, I think you guys are doing a fantastic work. And as you mentioned and correctly, so we need to keep going. We need to keep uh, reaching out to people and give them information ideas and 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 concepts and needs that we need to have to uh, keep pushing out democracy and liberalism. Well, Kasia, this has been a tremendous uh, conversation, and I really. Looking forward to participate in the event. Myself, I'm going to be all there for the three days. Do you want to leave us uh, one last message to our listeners?
1: Well, I think that every day we have to fight for freedom because every day it is risk. So we have to talk about it. and We have to uh, talk about important issues. We have to talk about human rights. And we have to stay together uh, for democracy.
0: Well, Kasia, I think for now we have all the information we need to follow the freedom games by the liberty foundation online i'm looking forward for next year to be there in person with all of you we can uh, see ourselves in the flesh and uh, to have that connection that you were just mentioning but for now i'm going to thank you so much for coming to the podcast
1: thank you thank you for having me
0: I'm back, just to remind you that you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify, and if you like it, give us a five-star review, in that way you can help us spread even more liberal values and ideas. And this is all for now, but I'll be back soon with more podcasts, until then, let's keep making the world a better place. The Liberal Europe Podcast is organized by the European Liberal Forum, with the support of Movimento Liberal Social in Portugal. This podcast is co-founded by the European Parliament, and the European Parliament is not responsible for the contents of this podcast or any use that may be made of it. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the European Parliament and or the European Liberal Forum.